the college experience week one database top 25 edition on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by mybookie.ag. right now to honor football. My bookie is offering up to a thousand dollars in free bets using the promo code SGP. That's right. A thousand dollars in bonus bets on your first deposit. When you use the promo code SGP play win and get paid at mybookie.ag. We're also brought to you by BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Track line movement history, score sharp data, and use a powerful algorithm that gives out their best plays. If you're betting serious cash, you need a serious app. Head to the App Store or the Google Play Store to download BetQL and make sure you give them a follow on Twitter at BetQL app. We're also brought to you by the number one daily fantasy football site, DraftKings. DraftKings has some huge week one contests, including Thursday night when the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay Packers kick off the new season in a single game showdown with $2.5 million in total prizes up for grabs. Plus, new users who sign up today on DraftKings using the code SGP will receive a free shot at the $1 million top prize. And last but not least, we're proud to announce we've partnered up with BetSpurts for our annual free wall football contest. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network and BetSpurts are giving away up to $5,000 just for making NFL picks. For more information and to sign up now, go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash contest. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash contest. Do it today. Do it right now. experience <laughs> i had like liquid still in my mouth from drinking this fucking pacifico uh welcome to the college experience <laughs> look my name is colby swinging big ass shit ass bets database <laughs> and in studio the guy that actually did pretty good with his locks hey so even a blind dog finds a bone someday. Oh, hey hey yo give it up for farmer Farmer James Madison, defensive back, the current douchebag, the sideline stealing, burrito appealing, piece of shit wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, woo, <laughs> welcome, <laughs> dude. Uh, okay, look, I know we're it's an it's, we're starting off weird because I've had a weird fucking week. All right. Yeah. I started off horrible. Uh, I went for my locks, by the way. NC Nick's locks. Patty C's locks, good. Me? No. Four and six. But here's the thing I'll say. I started out 0 and 5. So I went four and one down the stretch. Strong recovery. <laughs> Strong recovery. Oh, man, dude. I don't think I ever had a week like this in my fucking life. I mean, I've had weeks where I went 0 and 4. Like, I think it went 1, one and 4 or 1 and 5. Yeah. But. It was the way I was getting <laughs> each one was unique. Yeah, it, it was a different kind of pain every time. I started off from the top. I'm gonna go through this before we before we an, analyze the actual games. So we don't dive into the games, we just talk about uh 
UCLA at Cincinnati. Patty C, we were all like, we were wrong on this one. Uh, you didn't lock this one. NC Nick did though. And I got to admit, I was pretty pissed off. I was very pissed off because, uh, you know, would have been nice to know if Chip Kelly would have just released an injury report or say, Hey, our star running back that rushed for over 1200 yards last year, Joshua Kelly, wasn't going to play. And also Darnell Holmes didn't play. And a few others didn't fucking play. I would have never locked it up. I'm not making an excuse on this one. I'll make an excuse. Uh, or I, I, I am going to use this excuse. I think it's a perfectly valid excuse. Dude, if your best offensive player from a year ago and Darnell Holmes are not going to play and, and, and a few other starters, uh, I would have definitely not it's locked that up. It's important information yes. to know before. He pulled a Belichick, didn't fucking release that. Yeah. Uh, if Jalen Hurts so, wasn't playing for Oklahoma. Yeah. So I apologize if you, if you tailed me on that, because I, if I, I, I was frustrated, I was frustrated because I didn't know this fucking information. Then that was Thursday. Then comes Friday. And this is the one that I have no excuse for. Wisconsin at South Florida. Ooh, I locked that one up too. Yeah. Me and you were on this one. You know, sometimes you just learn who teams are out the gates. You sprinkle fairy dust on me on fucking Charlie strong. And we will dive into that <laughs> some more, but they are the fucking worst team in college football. He should be fired for this. That was their largest defeat in the history of the program. Oh, Charlie, not a good look. And to me, it wasn't even that it was like the team, you know, they lost their final five games last year. Yeah. It looks like they gave up on them. They were getting a penalty every fucking play. You know, it looked like they've never played football. The whole thing about Charlie strong. That was, you know, appealing about him was that when he was at Louisville, he was getting Florida recruits up there, a la Teddy Bridgewater and a bunch of other guys, right? And turning them into stars, and he won the Sugar Bowl against Florida uh, itself. And he he said, well, Louisville's out in the middle of Kentucky. Imagine if he's in the heart of Florida getting those recruits. But couldn't you argue that those were Petrino's players? You could, but I think after like three or four years, they were his How long was he at Louisville? Well, let's do a little deep sea diving or like do some fucking deep sea short, diving. Yeah. Cause he was shallow that one, water diving. I yeah. was embarrassed, man. It reminded me of last year when I took Liberty or when I took old dominion at Liberty in their first ever game, I was thinking no way. Liberty is any good. Yeah. There's their first game in the F- FBS level. Old dominion was uh, coming off a couple bowl seasons. And I was like, dude, old Dominion's going to fucking <laughs> do this. Yeah. No, old dominion lost by like 55 points. And it was one of the worst bets of my life. Right. Well, this one is at least old dominion scored like 14 points. Yeah. This team got shut the fuck out at home. Yeah. I mean, terrible, terrible. Look, Charlie Strong, four years at Louisville, seven and six, seven and so six. So they probably were Petrina's players. 11 and two and 12 and one. Well, think about though, if you red shirt, a lot of those ones are probably Petrino's I'm going to give him credit after four years for those being his guys. See, I would be more impressed if it was five years. Well, either way, Bridgewater yeah. was clearly his. Did he stay all four? Well, he was there when they won the sugar bowl against uh, Florida. Look, he's a terrible fucking coach and he I can't believe I defended him. I can't believe I defended him. I fucking feel well, horrible. His, his, his coaching team gave uh, up on him. He's horrible. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. His track record Cause seven and six, seven and six, 11 and two and 12 and one at Louisville is a pretty good job. You know, let me tell you something, but then 16 and 21 in three years, he at lost to Kansas at Texas. Texas. Bro. He lost to Kansas. That's awful. Texas. And now he's 17 and nine 
in two years in South Florida. Well, but no, his first year at South Florida, he walked into a great situation. He had Quentin Flowers returning sure. and all these great sure, players sure, returning. Sure, Mac, the running back, Absolutely. he goes 11 and two. But now you're seeing the real Charlie Strong where he fucking sucks. Well, you know what the other thing about it is? Wisconsin has been a fucking super powerful program for but, a decade now. But, and they had two, I guess, off years at what, eight and five? Look, I, I know, I, I think Paul Chris is a good coach. It's th- entirely possible that Wisconsin is just back. No, but it was the way South Florida was, pe- was playing. Yeah. Penalties. It, that's what I'm saying. Like, no. I mean, yeah, I think Wisconsin could be back. Yeah. But it doesn't justify. It was like they've never played football before. Yeah, it was. I mean, yes, Wisconsin was dominating the game, but it was uh, illegal shift illegal. It was like every other play. It's like, dude, have they fucking played football before? Yeah. yeah, yeah they yeah. return a lot of their team, dude. Yeah. That's even worse. It's like, I get it. If you're like, you got one, one starter returning. Yeah. They got a six year senior quarterback returning. Yeah. They got the most, of their Although entire he wasn't team the starter last year. Barnett. Yeah, he was. was Barnett was. Yeah. Before he got injured. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, but the, most of their team, they were one of the, like as far as returning starters go, one of the leaders in the AAC for returning starters and maybe even the country. I yeah. don't know that stat off the top of my head. Uh, it's unfucking By your third year, you should have the program kind of like doing what you wanted to do. Well, and then when you add in, I'd forgot and I looked back and I'm like, man, they lost their final five games. Yeah. This team sucks. <laughs> I'm curious to where you're going to side when they play Georgia tech next week. Well, we're going to see it's in Georgia- Atlanta too. Georgia Tech was getting run off the field, but uh, against I actually thought their defense played all right, and then it blew up. Like at, at first, like they were playing all right considering their offense couldn't do anything, right? Which we kind of expected. Yeah. yeah. Okay, moving along down the line. Okay, so that was my, that was one I that can't a, I can't excuse that one. Tough pill to swallow. I cannot excuse that one. Then I moved down in the Purdue game. Okay, Purdue Nevada. I'm gonna say this, Patty C. I, I'm thrilled to see the small guys win because I got to a point where I said. Uh, fuck Purdue. Well, I, <laughs> I mean, it was that. What this is one of the more unbelievable games I've seen in my life. It reminded me of a game, and I want to say 1998. Yeah, where Syracuse was ranked, and they played at Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati had yet to develop their program. They were a pretty shitty team. Yeah, Metro Athletic. I think Rex Ryan might have been their defensive coordinator. Yeah, right. Um. I want to say their quarterback was a guy named Deontay Kenner, right? Yeah. They were a really bad team. They won like four or five games all year, or three yeah. or four games, right? Uh, Syracuse came in and dominated the game. Yeah. Uh, and somehow, some way through turnovers, uh, Cincinnati ended up hitting a 58-yard field goal to win by a kicker that was actually from Hollywood, California, Right. I don't remember his name, but I remember he was from Hollywood because I was laughing at the fact that he was from Hollywood. He's at Cincinnati. <laughs> um, Not usually the way people tend to travel. Yes. Don't migrate back to uh, the Rust Belt. But this game was unbelievable to me because uh, Purdue was up 17 late in the third, and they should have been up like 40. I watched this entire game. Yeah. And at one point in the late, in like the middle of the fourth quarter, Purdue had like 500 yards. Nevada had 170. Ooh. And you're like... How is this a game? Yeah. I can tell you how this is a game. They couldn't feel the fucking punt to save their life. <laughs> right? And then also, Sindelar, or whatever the fuck the quarterback's name is, who's supposed to be, like, I thought would be developed, because he played some of the past two years. Yeah. He did look good at times, but he makes some terrible decisions, and, and he's not a leader to me. Like, he didn't, he just was 
I was not impressed. But, dude, when you outgain a team that much, you had five turnovers. Mm-hmm. Five fucking turnovers to zero. They had like 180 yards, and they scored 35 points or 34 points, whatever the fuck they it had, was. They, they had a, a negative five turnover uh, ratio. Yeah, yeah. That'll do it. Well, that's what's unbelievable. It's like, I, but I'm saying I've been watching football a long time. Yeah. The only other game that I could think of in my head was that Cincinnati and Syracuse game yeah. in the ni- in the late 90s yeah. that really rem- re- like reminded me of this. So, I mean, I started laughing because I, like, I was already 0-2. Oh, you were, you were definitely cackling on Twitter. I just <laughs> couldn't believe it because I'm like, this team, dude, anytime they wanted to pass, yeah. they could throw for like a 40-yard touchdown every play. Yeah. Receivers were open every fucking play. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, dude, they're going to win by 50. You know what I mean? Like even with the fumbles, like they're up 17 in the third. And I'm like, it should be, it should be 31. Yeah. But you know, I'm sure they're going to, they're going to fucking, you know, step it up a They'll little at least bit. Hold on Brown's it. Yeah. a good coach. And I'm sure. What was the spread on that game? Uh, Purdue minus 10 and a half. Or oh, that should have been dude. And they're up 17. And it was like, it should have been way more at the time. Yeah. That was one of the most. Fr- so it got once it got down to once they fumbled the last punt when this idiot tries to pick up the ball, like it's just clearly bouncing. Like the, the the guy misjudged and it's bouncing for like five seconds, and he's like, "I'm gonna run up and pick this up." No, fumbles inside his own twenty, and then Nevada's because another thing is Nevada didn't have their starting quarterback. They're starting a freshman quarterback who's never started a game, oh, right? And this guy. I don't want to shit on this guy because he got better as the game went on, but he definitely was not very efficient at first. Yeah. He got better as the game went on and his confidence started to grow. And then the way it went out, like once, once, once they cut it down to, uh, he finally went on a drive one, like the first real drive by Nevada, the fourth quarter, they finally just went on a full on drive. Yeah. They got the momentum back. Yeah. And they tied the game up. Yeah. I'm sitting there like, fuck Purdue. Yeah. <laughs> I want them to lose. Go Nevada. On principle. Go yeah. Nevada. Just, they're such a little bitch team. And I go, I hope, because there's 20 seconds left. They tied it up with like 20 seconds left. And I was like, I hope, I hope Sindelar throws a pick going for like getting field goal range. And sure enough, sure enough, he throws it to like midfield. It gets deflected and intercepted. And then I'm like, uh, you know, then Nevada lines up and then Rich- cover's blown at this point. Yeah. But I'm like, fuck it. And then uh, uh, Nevada's backup kicker makes a 56 yarder. Beautiful. This guy wasn't on scholarship, earned his scholarship off this. That's what college football is all about. That's but right. fuck, man, I, that was one of the worst beats, I thought. I understand, like, people say, oh, the Stanford-Northwestern uh, game was a bad beat. I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? There were some other ones. North Texas, Abilene Christian was a bad beat, which was one of my locks. But this was the one that I clearly thought, if you watch the game, Purdue was so much of a better team. Right. And it's unbelievable that they lost him. Let alone the spread, but s- straight up. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable to me. Like, un- unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that kind of like, it, it really doesn't do anything to this. I've probably watched a million football games. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> it could have an impact on their ability to get to a bowl, though. But Brown, you know, and this is maybe Brown's weakness, man, is that he lost to Eastern Michigan last year. Now, I'm sure this Purdue team's talented enough to, to fuck up some teams. Yeah. But. You Doesn't know what? always get his guys Dude, up. His first year, he lost to Rutgers. Can't get it up all the time. First year, he lost. Boy, I understand yeah. that problem. <laughs> okay, then moving along the line. Brother, that, that one was brutal, man. That's the one that really hurt. And then, okay, moving down the line, I wake up Saturday morning, and I'm like, man, East Carolina getting 17, even went up to 17 and a half. And East Carolina, this was just the way I felt about my week, man. It was like the I was the Antichrist. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, okay, East Carolina gets the ball first, drives down the fucking field. Yeah. We're looking really good. Yeah. Drive down. I mean, we're like, I think quarterback was like seven for seven. Yeah. Right. 
quarterback draw at like the five yard line jumps to go into the end zone uh, linebacker. I think actually the safety for, for NC state blast East Carolina's quarterback. He fumbles into the end zone. NC state recovers, mm, mm, mm. right? You know, I have sympathy for you because it wasn't, but one year ago or a little less than one year ago that one James Madison university also led by Mike one Houston, <laughs> uh, Marched into Greenville, North Carolina, or not no, no, Greenville, no, Raleigh, into, yeah, Raleigh rather, yeah. um, and we're driving. Had momentum of the game. This well, was like third quarter, I think. Though. I think that the uh, the JMU was second quarter. Okay, okay. and they fumble going into the goal line, uh, going into the end zone from two or three yards away, changed the momentum of the entire game. We're playing catch up from that point forward, and that's exactly what ECU experienced. Yeah, I mean, I just felt like the momentum between that and then right before the half, NC State's about the score. They fumble. Uh, East Carolina's dumbass safety or defensive back tries to just pick it up and run, which was the theme of actually this weekend. Yeah. Because did you see the Boise state, Florida state one? Yeah. That one was even worse. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Florida state could have like, uh, Oh my gosh. They, could, they were that. up at that point. Weren't yeah, they? It was like, that was the go ahead, even though Boise state scored again after that. Yeah. But, but still again, momentum huge in that circumstance dude, at the four yard line too. And the, like two guys on it, where's the, the coaching? Like, yeah, isn't, this a thing? isn't this a thing you just, if it's in, it's like to me, if it's like anywhere inside the 20, yeah, you just get on the ball. Right. I mean, if it's open fucking field on a block punt and it's bouncing, you pick that bitch up. Yeah. But if you're like trying to preserve like your uh, lead, that, that this, all this momentum is with Boise, yeah. you know, or NC state situation where, or they had all this momentum as well. Anyway, way off on East Carolina. I was, you know, even with that loss, I felt like, I like the direction the team is going. They seem tougher. Sure. Oh, no, they still got their ass whooped. But I'm saying, like, I would like to see the, them stretch the ball downfield more, which Houston didn't seem to be interested in. But uh, look, when, you, when you invest in toughness as a program, it's typically bounded. If you have any coaching licks to go along with it, any offensive play calling to, like, accompany your t- uh, toughness, like, approach, you usually get better. Yeah. Still got our ass up that I was way off. On that that actually like brings us to another uh, point though. And maybe we could just skip to this one. Uh, well, maybe we can, we'll, we'll get to it. Cause you're still on your bad beats. Yeah. I'm going through, going through the bad beats here, man. That was uh really bad. I mean, that, actually that one was just me wrong. Like, yeah, the fumble was a bad thing. You know thing. what that was? What's that? that was a lot of wishful thinking on your part. <laughs> it's true. But I also thought like, dude, ECU, even last year, Yeah. they beat, North Carolina by like 20 points. Here's the lesson to be learned out there, folks. Take Dantabay's betting on ECU with a grain of salt. <laughs> but one day, someday, he, someday, he throughout does history, ha- East Carolina's been a good football Actually, program. I would say that. Colby is unlikely to put a, a lockdown on something based on emotion. It, it, is, it is very rare. And, and to be fair, NC State was losing a ton. They looked a lot yeah. better than maybe Doran's just doing a damn good job again, but I, they didn't even really turn it on until Doran's a good coach. Though. I liked him at Northern. Illinois. He is a good coach. All right. Moving down the line. Then, okay. Then we get to that same time slot. I'm sitting there and I'm depressed, man. I'm texting Sean and Ryan. I'm like, yo, I'm going to, I'm on suicide watch over here because <laughs> when I found out this information, Mississippi state, Louisiana Lafayette, Mississippi state minus 20, yeah. seven players were suspended. Seven players were suspended. On, on, what are you doing, dude? Seven, seven players were suspended on. on I thought we were just having an yeah, earthquake. Table here. was fucking falling. Um, on game day, 
<laughs> Jesus, we're fucking retarded. Your listeners are like, these guys are idiots. Sorry, the table we're recording on just almost fell over. Um, but dude, seven players that morning. I wake up to that news, but I'm like, fuck That's it. a lot of players to be missing on game day. But I'm like, dude, it's Louisiana Lafayette. But yeah. I mean, sorry, Louisiana. Yeah, Lafayette. By the way, you, you were on Louisiana Lafayette. I kind of like their team. I was watching them. Yeah. I kind of like their team, but here's another thing. Mississippi State still had the chance to cover with this. Well, let me tell you what. Yeah. I when I bet this game originally, I think I I, I I had Mississippi State by 21, and then you revealed to me that that would have me betting on uh, Louisiana Lafayette, which I think you were mistaken about because it would have had me covering uh, Mississippi State. So I would have been with you on that bet. But then, so I talked about it. I said, I think you're wrong, Colby. I think that makes me a Louisiana Lafayette guy. And you're like, yeah, maybe. You want to switch it? And I said, maybe I will. And I said, you know what? It's in fuck New Orleans. No, dude, so, they kind of lucked up. I don't know if you watched that game. Yeah, at in the fourth quarter, that game got to seven points. Like Louisiana Lafayette was down by seven points, Mississippi State, and I'm gonna play on this later because I'm <laughs> telling you, they don't look good. Mississippi State. Oh, I know seven players are out, two sure. two defensive starters on those, but I was not very impressed. Well, there, there's at all. some other uh, teams that they yeah. have an affiliation oh, with. I, I, in general, I was just gonna shit <laughs> on all these. Okay, so then I'm thinking, okay, man, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. And then I said, okay, I'm putting my money on Eastern Michigan, my other lock. They almost fucked this up for me. They still won by seven covered Eastern Michigan. Thankfully, my boy, Chris Creighton comes through for me, Patty C. Yeah. Hey, and, and clear. This is when the day gets better. This is when I'm, I'm, I'm in the, my head's in the dumps. You texted me. I was like, fuck college football. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a tweet late. I didn't get to it in time. I had one of our li- uh, listeners asking, why do we like uh, Eastern Michigan? Our, your, our response at the time, I t- kind of turned off Twitter because I was like, yo, <laughs> fuck this. Uh, Chris Creighton. That's why I like East Carolina. I mean, East, Eastern Michigan. Yeah. yeah, I wish East Carolina would hired Chris Creighton, but I'm okay with Houston. They come through for me. They cover, get the dub, even though they fumbled into the end zone. They should have won by more, but they still covered. I'm not going to be mad at them. And then I got, okay, so then I got hot, man. Then I got Auburn, which pulled the one out their ass for me. You know what I mean? Because I thought they were going to kick a field goal and I wasn't going to cover. They throw a pass. They kind of did the LSU shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? With yeah. uh, back in the day when, when Tebow Throwing threw the ball or, up in yeah. the air. And or not Tebow. Fucking nine uh, seconds. Who was that too? Uh, it was Matt Flynn to like, uh, I don't even know, Jerry. I don't know. Who the fuck I don't know. Was it? Yeah. But that was a ballsy ass play call. And then, then the chips started to fall in my direction. Now I did lose a North Texas one pretty bad where a team scored a touchdown in the garbage time. Mm. North Texas was up by like 34 with like five minutes left. And I had a minus 20 and a half. And they, the other team scores two touchdowns. One of them with like less than a minute left. Um, that was a bad beat, but, but then, then, then Fresno works out for me, Patty C. Yep. Then Houston nice. works out for us. That, that's another thing we should mention is all three of our, or all of our triple locks, not three of them. Two of them. Fresno State and, and Houston. Covered. We hit. Covered. Boom. All three. So look Safe for the triple money. locks. Yeah. Because we're 2-0 and o on triple locks. So you went 6-3. You went and three. NC Nick went 4-2-1. and one. I went 4-6. and six. Let me see. A couple of mine that jumped yeah. out to me. I mean, the Ohio teams fucked me. Ohio State, I'm look, I'm sitting pretty after one quarter. What is it? Twenty eight nothing. They're already covering the whole spread for the entire game. They managed to lose ground on that. Well, that one fucked me. 
Toledo's down seven with uh Toledo. That was a closer game. Yeah. Kentucky got a t- an extra Two touchdown in a row. garbage yeah. time. Yeah. That that game was they were in danger for a little bit there. Yeah, that game was that game was close. So that that one fucked me. Um, and then obviously the Charlie Strong ass whipping one was one I was terribly wrong on. Gimmies that actually worked out for me. Texas was the ultimate gimme. It was like yeah, I should have locked that one. I was thinking about that. I was like, dude, they called out Shane Bouchelle. Yeah, I mean well, not Shane Bouchelle. Uh, the starting quarterback. What's his name? Uh, uh, Ellinger. Yeah, Ellinger. And I was like. What's funny is I was listening to some other college pods and stuff, and they were like kind of high on Louisiana Tech. <laughs> yeah, it, it, well, the only reason that I would be tempted not to is because I did that a few times last year, and then you pointed out like it smells a little fishy, you know. I think Louisiana Tech's a decent school, but when you call out, I think they made that shit. That's that was billboard material, man. Yeah. They were like, "I'm gonna," especially opening yeah. week. The yeah. team's looking for motivation. Yeah. Mistake. Fucking Terry Bradshaw, fucking it up for people. All right, come on. Um, Boise Fresno. Worked out, you know. Uh, I thought uh, South Alabama worked out, made me look kind of correct. Dude, on it. dude, I'm having questions on the old. Yeah, not Nebraska sure about Nebraska. Yeah. I mean, that's what it was. It's not uh, people are just assuming Nebraska and Frost are going to have similar well, success. Well, that's what's crazy. In year two, Frost was kind of like the opposite of South Florida, where they want they looked really good the final five. Yeah. Same with UCLA. Yeah, Dorian Thompson Robinson looked like the worst player in college football. <laughs> No, sure, he didn't have Josh Kelly, but that doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, he was horrible. He had two fumbles without being touched. I saw their stats, 2.5 yards per play. Chip <laughs> Kelly. Boy, <laughs> things have, the wheels have fallen off, or maybe they just have never come back on. But Do you got any others you want to touch on? Because I want to dive into some I got other. lucky with the less miles, pulling out some. Oh, you got really lucky. Mad Hatter Magic. Final minutes. I told you, Indiana State. I went with Kansas, <laughs> but I, I, I. I I think we got asked the question, what FCS team could win? I was like, Indiana State. Dude, how about Iowa State? Hold on. We're going to dive into these in a second. Yeah. We're going to go division by division. Any other locks that you really... Uh, uh, Houston, we kind of lucked up on there. Because, I mean, they they, nah. they had an explosive enough offense where if if Oklahoma were to ever put in their uh, backups, then you should expect yeah, Houston to come, to come back. back and and, and, well, and the, the fact that they're good friends, I didn't think Lincoln Riley would run it up. Ah. Little known fact, that's something only the Danton base would yeah. know. I just thought it's a class move. I guess yeah, they do have some yeah. some. Dude, some he background. used to babysit his kids. That's Lincoln Riley used to babysit uh Holgerson's kids. That's fucking yeah. hilarious. Um, I'm gonna get up and blow my nose. Major Mud is making me have a major. He's not even in the room reaction. anymore. You fucking, how about you? How about you? Fucking fix your face. Look, right? I grew up with a dog. <laughs> I'm not one of these allergy little pussies, but I guess I am now. So. Time to blow my nose. I'll be right, All right back. Do your thing. Okay. Now, as much as it was horrible, my locks being four and six, I do want to tout because it's funny how things work out for you. Some of the, first off, I went 45, 34 and three picking every game. And we still have the Notre Dame and Louisville game pending, but I'm 11 games over 500 despite me going four and six on the lock. So basically I got some bad beats, locked the wrong games. Um, but I still still got a nice record that I'm that I'm that I'm happy of. Patty C went 43 and 36. Uh and NC Nick's 39 and 40 with one game pending. So he, he hopefully he'll be five. Well, actually, hopefully he won't be 500. Hopefully he'll be 39 and 41 because I'm on Louisville and they're on Notre Dame. But I will say that uh what what really we're gonna go conference by conference here, but but uh we looked horrible from a podcast standpoint of like our picks, or I I did at least. You guys looked fine. 
Overall, we uh we've had better weeks as, yeah, as a no, collective group. But I looked really bad at first, and then I got caught some heat. But what helped me also was when I thought about the win totals, and I'll get to these games in a second here. Yeah. Let's start out conference by conference, Patty C. Before we dive into the database top twenty-five week one edition, let's start out with the American Conference, the AAC. Mm-hmm. All right, Central Florida looked pretty fucking good. Yeah. I know Florida a and a lemon, but I mean, they still, they looked good. They shut them out. Yeah. 55, nothing was yeah. it? No, 60, I think, right? 60, what yeah, was I it? I don't know. I forget. You got it right, though, and I, I was wrong on that. I took A&M and, like, the 50 points they are giving away. <laughs> um, then uh, uh, Memphis beats Ole Miss. Yep. This is the thing. We called, we, I think we both called for Houston to win the West. Yeah. I don't know that I feel that way anymore. They looked good when they were clicking against Oklahoma. That defense is horrible. You're telling me they're better than Memphis? That's true. Oklahoma was running at will through them. Um, You're telling me they're better than Memphis? I I would have to say no after one week. Well, that's what I'm saying. I know we could be overreacting on some of these. Sure. How about this? Tulane. Did you catch what they did to Florida International? I did not. Patty C, you're a piece of shit. I shouldn't. I should know this. What did What did Tulane do to Florida International? Uh, they won forty-two to fourteen. Ooh, wow. Yeah, and they were dominating that game the whole Old entire time. Butch getting his dominating that game ass pillaged. Which makes me wonder: Is Navy and Tulane perhaps flying under the radar in the West? Perhaps Navy did a. Uh... Like I mean, the Navy played an FCS, but I still think with the way Houston's defense looks, <laughs> uh, Army in the triple option put 70 points on them last year. Can Navy in the triple option really fuck up that defense? And then Tulane runs a, a hybrid. They, they do run triple option. They run hybrid. They throw a little bit more than Navy and Army. Yeah. But they still are Houston a heavy run team. Being susceptible to that kind of attack. Maybe it is a... Uh... And then, and then in the, in the, in the East is Cincinnati better than we realize. Well, you have to think so after one week, I mean, shit. And in 11 wins last year and temple looked great. I know they played a FCS, but that quarterback looked great. And, uh, even UConn got the dub. I mean, how, how, how much are we just assuming Luke fickle is going to come back down to earth? Could he potentially have that program clicking along? Could they beat Ohio state? Cause I'll say this Ohio state went up early. But I think Florida Atlantic's dog shit. Uh, we might have a little game there, and you better you and better. There's a believe. chip on Luke's shoulder, I believe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ryan not, Day. Yeah, it not looked at as like yeah. the shoe in for the job. Yeah, and Luke um, was an afterthought or but, a never. But thought. What do you think about my Tulane? Because I know Houston has to go to Tulane. I'm not sure if they have to go to Navy. Man, if, if Tulane challenges even for the division, dude, when you win 42 to 14 against a team that won like nine games last year, yeah. It's a statement. Or whatever the fuck it was. It was eight games. I don't know what Florida International at the top of my head. I think it was eight or nine. They, they were a bowl team. Definitely a statement. I was, uh, my boy Fritz, they play Auburn this week, dude. What a better way. Like, I'm calling it. You're not calling the, a straight upset. I don't you? know, man. I should, I, I, I was, you know what? I was, I was, I need to stick to my guns more, Patty C, because I, there were certain things I was right on this week that, uh, that I, in my head, I, I, I caught it on the sheet, but I didn't have the balls to take it the money line. Yeah. And, I, and I'll talk about that in a minute, but let's move over to the ACC. 
What the fuck, Bud Foster? Oh, man. My fantasy defense? I started Bud Foster over Rocky Long. Rocky oh. Long shut out his team. Bud Foster, what the fuck, man? Well, how many did they give up? 42? I forget. To Boston College? Yeah. I mean, who's offense? They were getting their ass kicked at one point that game. They came back, kind of, kind of made it a game. What's going on with your Hokies? Let's talk. Uh, Let's they're talk not my them. Hokies. Mind you, I'm a UVA fan before. We're going to talk about them next because you yeah. were on the wrong side of that, too, and I was right. Well, I'm right? glad. That was that was a little bit of me uh, not jinxing it. I'll, I will say that. So. Okay, hold on. Virginia Tech first. Dude. It's uh, it's I, over. Fuente's done, right? Fuente's done. Uh, yeah, Foster's well, lost his mojo. Do they offer Bud Foster the coaching job? At the Why NBA? would they? Because... He's a legend at, on in Blacksburg. He is a legend in do Blacksburg. They, let me ask you this: Do they do the Bill Snyder thing? Do they go back to Beamer? I can't imagine that happening. Really? Well, Beamer Snyder is seventy some odd years. Snyder old. was like seventy eight when he went back. That's true, but I think Virginia Tech fancies themselves. How old is Beamer? Can you Google that right now? Let's see here. Old Franklin Beamer is. Do they go for Mike One Leach? They should if they're smart. Seventy two. That's not that old. That's what I'm saying. I mean, maybe he gives Foster give back his five mojo. years. Give another five years. You know what I? You know what my my thing is. Now, obviously, as a Mountaineer, I would think he should never be the head coach Richard? of a Hokies. He looked awful this. He week. did look awful, but I don't think he could get a head coaching job proven, the way that offense looked. He's he's proven time and again that he can get that offense going with the right guys. You know. He's done it. I at, think he's a little overrated, but at you. a number of stops, yeah. at a number of stops, he always gets that offense going. The defense never accompanies it. You know, the fact that Foster has lost his mojo means that we may never get to see those two together. But to me, those are the two premier fast break coaches in college football. You've been saying this for a while. I, I was never as happen. high on Rich Rod as you, but well, Rich Rod. Well, that's because you don't know. And and here's here's really the other thing that makes me think this is that the talent that's in Virginia Beach and Norfolk. Well, I believe in that. It is speed, and you're gonna find your Denard Robinson, your Michael Vick down there, you know. And what they ever win? Huh? What they ever win? Well, Denard Robinson had 500 yards of total offense in a game, (laughs) and uh, well, no, I think he had more than that. I think he had 250 yards rushing and passing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Okay. Michael Vick, you know, should have won Heisman. Whatever. Big East bullshit back then. Look, all that to say, Virginia Tech fucked up by hiring Fuente. I told you that years ago. We, but we you we, were high on Fuente. We were on BC, right? He's a piece of shit. Uh, yeah, we were on BC. I think I was on BC. Was I? Yeah, I, I definitely was. People were predicting Virginia Tech straight up. I mean, I think the spread was what seven. Yeah, all three of us unanimously, we were all on BC. Spread was too high. BC's a good team. Was at BC, and uh, yeah, I mean. What about Virginia coming in on the road? Great win. That was a fucking impressive win. And how about North Carolina <laughs> doing it? Now they were trailing for a lot of that game. So I don't really know what to make of that performance, um, but they came back and went clutch when the time, dude, all of a sudden this to. Miami at UNC game is huge. That's week two, right? That's this weekend. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Cause Virginia Tech's already got a loss. You let, you let, you know, one of them grab a loss of Virginia might have a, we'll have a game lead on everybody, but is North Carolina a player in that division? Imagine if you put some money on them to win the division. I they mean, were in imagine the last if they beat Miami this weekend, all of a sudden it's in Chapel Hill. I think Virginia has to go to Chapel Hill as well. 
I was impressed with their defense. If Mac Brown comes in in year one and wins that, I was impressed with their defense, man. Yeah. Uh, but how about this? Before I get that, Petty C, what yeah. happened to the SEC? The Almighty SEC. Ooh, had their struggles. Now they won. Their best teams all won. Well, with the exception of Auburn, who did the best teams play? Yeah, they weren't really challenged. Uh, Miami decent challenge for Florida, but but. but We'll, we'll see how, I mean, Miami's schedule is so easy. They're probably going to win like eight or nine games. Yes. Yeah. But they didn't, Florida didn't look great. Yeah. Duke and Bama, you know, why even play that game? And although Duke, I will say, looked a little better than I thought through at least defensively, the first, defensively. through the yeah. first half. Yeah. Defensively. Um, and you never really can tell with offense just because Alabama's defense is so nasty, but usually you do better than three points. But I, I can tell you this, buddy. If this is the decent. point. I think that what was great, and, and I hinted at this. Georgia earlier, handled their business too. But yeah, go ahead. Not, they didn't look as good as that. I just watched it again. I watched yeah. that game twice. Brom had like 150 passing yards. It's like, what are we in high I mean, it's here? Vandy. It's a conference game. I'll give them a little bit of credit there. I was sure. on the road. Vandy's decent. But I thought they would have won by more. But but still, they're they yes, they looked more way more elite than a decent win. A yeah. Decent win. Yeah. Uh. But my point on all this, Patty C, yeah, is when I was watching this and I thought things helped the podcast. I really did. Yeah. Even though I was having a horrible week, I was like, "Hey." Um, this I went out last. Well, I I have a theory, and this theory I firmly believe in, and I I see people shit on all these conferences all the time, and they never really like they always follow the money, especially the analysts like Brando or something, right? Yeah. And the theory is, is the SEC. This is a fact. When they, they go on the road the least out of all the conferences. Yeah. ACC has eight conference games the same as the SEC, but the ACC goes and plays. Pitt plays at Central Florida. Yeah. You know what I mean? Duke plays middle t- at Middle Tennessee this year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Syracuse played at Liberty the other day, uh, two days ago. They all take some chances. Yeah. SEC rarely does. Yeah. Check out what happened. Yeah. Check out what happened, by the way. What happened? Well, they went to uh, Wyoming. Yeah. They went to Laramie. And- what happened? Took a big fat L. They were down 17 late in that, that late in the fourth. And they were pretty heavy favorites, weren't they? They were uh, favored by 17 or 18. <laughs> what happened when Ole Miss went to Memphis? For the second straight time, yeah. Memphis gave him a fat L. What happened last year when Arkansas played at Colorado State, three and nine Colorado State? This big, is big simple shit, L. guys. Yeah. This is what I this is what I mean, and this is what I, I got into like I get into arguments all the time about this. It's evident to me. I'm not defending one I, I mean, I'm not defending one conference or the other. Yeah. I'm saying Chase, look at college basketball and college football. You hit the road, you lose. Let, let me ask you this, too. Don't you find it just odd that Auburn has just enough mojo with the huge home crowd advantage to get it done against a, a quote, quote, neutral opponent in Well, that wasn't Oregon. New, that neutral. Right, that's all. what I'm saying. But if, yes. If that game was played in San Francisco and that was the quote, quote, neutral site, then I think Oregon's got enough mojo to get that win. Perhaps. I just, I mean, I wish they would get rid of those bullshit like neutral site games. Yeah. I wish they would just play home and aways. Sure. But Mario Cristobal still went way too conservative and he's a shit well, coach. I still. know yeah. that you wanted to take your opportunity to say that, but I'm going to push back on you. I, well, <laughs> I'm going to say the dude was up with nine seconds left against Auburn. That's true. But I'm saying like if, if the, in the first half, they were attacking. Second yeah. half, they were like, oh my God, let's be safe about yeah. this. Let's be safe about this. Oh, if he, if he had had nine more seconds of Malzahn outcoached him, in my opinion. Fair enough. Malzahn, like to me, Auburn's not the, like Oregon was clearly the better team. Yeah, I think anyone that watched that, besides Auburn fans, will tell you Oregon looked like the better team. Right. But the difference was Malzahn, I think, is a better coach 
Well, if Oregon's the better team, does that make uh, Malzahn the better coach? Well, I'm saying like the fact that even able to come back in that situation. Yeah. But do you think it's recruiting? Because the recruiting rankings would, you know, beg to differ that Auburn's the more or that Oregon's the more talented team. I think maybe the, on this last recruiting cycle, Oregon was higher. But uh, prior to that, I mean Auburn. Yeah, I yeah Auburn. That. Yeah, Auburn was higher. No, no, Oregon was higher on this last recruiting cycle. Yeah, but prior to that, prior to that, Auburn has been the higher recruiting. Yeah, but team. Auburn also was in the SEC West, where they play a bunch of. All that to say, Auburn should be the more talented and better team. But Mario Cristobal is doing something to develop that talent. But I would also say situationally, like he had Herbert come back, which when he he was going to be a top five pick. Sure. Uh, Auburn starting a freshman quarterback. True freshman. You yeah. know what I mean? That's a fair point. Uh, but it was evident to me that he got way too conservative. Well, he just got certainly way too- from an offensive standpoint, which I don't think is Cristobal was what an offensive line coach at uh at Bama. I at think, Bama. Right? Yeah. Um. But dude, in general, the SEC though. My point, and this goes on. I uh, some idiot. Uh, no, uh, uh, idiot's not the right word. One of our friend, one of our fans, <laughs> right? Nice. <laughs> I, I, it bothers me because it's like it's evident, and I hate to be the sit, the one sitting there like defending. Like to me, I, I'll defend the ACC. I'll defend whatever I see. The stats, it just is evident to me. You hit the road, you lose. Yeah. You hit the road, you lose. Yeah. Very rarely, unless it's the one of the top teams against one of the worst, mm-hmm. like Oklahoma State, Oregon State. Yeah. Which still had a lot of. Like big time plays, but yeah. okay. Oklahoma State so North- much better than Oregon State right now. Yeah. yeah. Northwestern went to Stanford, took an L. Yeah. Once again, that goes in two like, years prior, Stanford had gone to Northwestern, yeah. took an L. Well, dude, you see it all across the yeah. land. I even thought I saw that Missouri is undefeated against the SEC at home in Laramie, I think. Was that right? Yeah, I think or, I saw uh, that stat when I was watching the game. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Wyoming yeah. is undefeated uh, against the SEC in Laramie. Yeah. My point is exactly, though, that if you. It, not many road teams win, dude. Virginia won at Pitt. I give them kudos. You're going to see that in the database top 25. And that's within conference. So that's it's still huge though. To me, when you have to go on the road, yeah. In conference, you know them, you've played them all the time. Yeah. But when you step out away, the more times you go away, the more chances are you lose. For sure. The further you go, the less familiar you are. Purdue. With your what opponent. happened to Purdue? They went to Nevada and guess what? They dominated that game. But here still you, found a you, way to you lose. Give another team a little bit of confidence. Yeah. And you fucking lose. That's you right. know what I mean? And that happens all across the landscape of college football. It's just the sec takes the least amount of chances yeah. because they pay to play home games. Right. It's so, uh, and I'm not trying to, sh- tr- I mean, I, I like I am because I, I get pissed off because I, 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 I don't see how no one else can see this. Right. Dislike the fact that like teams are buying wins in a sport that you would hope would be well. And, and the, you turn on the fair. TVs and like the analysts don't even bring this up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when yeah. It's like, you can well, clearly like, look at this. They're all schmucks. Yeah. The analysts are all paid for schmucks, but dude, let's talk about Georgia state. Yeah. <laughs> Alan Cooley, <laughs> Alan Cooley. Much love there. to Alan Cooley. He was dreading this moment. <laughs> well, look, I mean, how many times did he tweet us this off season? Give us a hard time. I'm right. saying Tennessee. <laughs> Paul Feinbaum was on him saying, Hey, I saw, I can't tell you how many publications I said, said that they were going to be, and they still could watch them go great. Watch. I mean, I don't have any reason to believe that because (laughs) Tennessee and Florida state suffer from the same thing. I, when, when I didn't lock up Boise state, I was going to, but when I saw them start the freshman quarterback, I was like, Hmm, I'm going to stay away from this. Right. Yeah. But I, I thought about picking Florida state and I go, I just can't take a team whose offensive line was that bad. 
And the same thing went with Tennessee. When I watched them last year, I was like, their offensive line's fucking atrocious. Yeah. So I worry about, hey, can they run the ball? Where's their team identity? Because it normally starts on the line, yeah. right? And sure enough, both teams lose. Florida State was up by like 24 points. And everyone's tweeting. I was The game I was watching, I think it was the ECU game, where they're saying, uh, oh, in Florida State, look what Kendall Browse, they, they're already ready to like crown them uh, yeah, a threat ACC. to win the ACC. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or a threat against Clemson. Yeah. And it's like, hey, you know, there's two halves to football. Let Boise, Boise State was driving their first drive, running it right down their throat, and they fumbled. Yeah. Florida State now did have some big plays there. Kendall Browse Florida is State top. looks better. Yeah, but they couldn't possibly look worse than last year, given the amount of talent they had. But how about the Boise State Broncos, buddy? They do it again. They do it they again. They always find a way. Dude, they ran down Florida State's throat. I Through wouldn't fucking throat. I would say they did. I would say they were out coached. They they were out schemed a little bit. I don't know that it was just sheer like the second physical half, dominance. They were physically dominating them. Okay. Second half, the adjustments that Harson made from the first half to the second half yeah. were the difference in that game. Okay. Like I second half, dude, every play I was like, dude, they're getting five yards every five. Well, they game. were, they were moving the ball with, uh, I wouldn't say impunity, but they successfully, like, I think I, I attribute that more to the coaching of Brian Harson and putting the players schematically in an advantageous position than I do uh, did, Boise State having dominant. Well, did you see some of the offensive line blocking for Florida State? Uh, well, I'm assuming that was bad. Joey Galloway pointed it out. I mean, there's points where like they ghosted. They ghosted their their the confusion. No, yeah. they ghosted the defender in front of them. They didn't realize they were supposed to block this guy. They thought they had to block this guy, and it was just a free fucking fall yeah. right into Blackman. Yeah, I feel sorry for Blackman. Yeah, <laughs> but dude. Same situation, Tennessee, Georgia State, two and ten last year. Twenty-six point dogs. Marching in to old Rocky Top. <laughs> and 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 don't get that score confused. Tennessee scored with exactly two seconds left to make that a one possession game. To dress that, that was up. a double digit. That was an ass whooping. Yeah. They just came into Knoxville and said, fuck you. We're bigger. We're better. You guys are pussies. <laughs> and as, and same with I mean Boise kind of turned that corner in the second half, too. Yeah. But it's officially getting to the point where you almost want to feel bad for Tennessee. No, they deserve all of this for the, for the, the Shiano, the leech thing. They deserve all of this. Yeah. They fired their AD after like four months. It's like, dude, get the guy. Oh, you, they what'd you hire Phillip him for? Fulmer, who is, what did you hire him for? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fulmer starting with Fulmer. Yeah. And then they go to which well, I'll get, we'll get to our, another point when they went to Dooley, a, a Saban disciple. Yeah. Much like Pruitt, much like Lane Kiffin, who I think is laying an egg at Florida Atlantic, right? We'll see. He's got Although a, he wasn't a saving disciple at that point. Well, he's still like, he got his, I want to say yeah. he got that Florida Atlantic job because of his work at Alabama. Well, certainly definitely. Yeah. And then even Colorado's Mel Tucker. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, saving, I, saving disciples are given. I mean, look, you got Kirby smart. Uh, you're bound to hit something. I mean, Jimbo Fisher was yeah. a nice one. Yeah. Was Muschamp a little bit there? Gosh, he's got a lot. I don't remember if Muschamp was or wasn't. I know Muschamp was Mac Brown. I don't know either. It's, it rings a bell. But. Um, but my point here is that even I'm a Colorado fan. Mel Tucker, we, our defense was young last year. Yeah. They were supposed to be better this year. I did not get that impression off of the first game I just watched. I thought their defense was pretty shitty. I have Colorado State's. No, Colorado. Oh, Colorado's. Yeah. Other, yeah. I have worries. 
And I was like, this dude's supposed to be a good defensive coach. This is his strength. Who do you think is going to win this Nebraska-Colorado game next week? I can tell you this. If Colorado plays defensively like they played against Colorado State, which that score is misleading. They won by 21. Yeah. They also got like a sack on a... Uh, that game was close. Yes. It was yeah. much closer. And the defense was bad by Colorado. Yeah. Which I would say this. McIntyre's defense last year, much better. And the team's defense was much younger last year. Now, maybe it's new scheme, first game. I don't know. Sure. But being a defensive specialist and having that be your first... I'm always a skeptic of... of, of Saving It's like the Belichick coaching tree. Yeah. You know? Hasn't produced tons of huge success. Okay, we're going to dive into some other conferences, but before I do that, I want to tell you guys that the college experience on the Sports Gaming Podcast Network is brought to you by MyBookie.ag. It's football season, and MyBookie is home to thousands of preseason football bets for college and pro. NFL win totals, college win totals, Super Bowl futures, make playoff bets, they got it all over there. MyBookie even has unique player futures, like first rookie to score a touchdown or first rookie to throw a touchdown pass. Kyler Murray. Uh, and don't forget to enter the mybookie.ag NFL Super Contest. Only a $100 entry fee, no proxy needed, and $100,000 prize guaranteed to first place. Plus, every dollar they collect goes back into the prize pool. Uh, no rake, which is always good. Besides their wide selection of bets, they're also offering up to $1,000 in first deposit bonuses using the promo code SGP. That's right, up to $1,000 in free bets using the promo code SGP. At mybookie.ag, you play, you win, you get paid. Boom. Boom, buddy. Okay, I'm going division by division because I, I the ACC, I pretty much got it covered. North Carolina, by far, surprised the shit out of me. If you have a future on them to win the Coastal, I mean, I know they, a, lot of, a lot of games left, but they looked much better than... I would like. I mean, they look better in Virginia Tech. I, I mean, ACC that. Coastal. Who? I mean, Duke, Duke. Wide open. Duke could still do it. Sure. Yeah. Um, Virginia looks strong. I'd say Georgia Tech's the one that's definitely out. Probably. Everyone else has got yeah. a chance. Virginia Tech Carolina. even has a chance, but they already have a loss. Yeah. You um, just don't know how good Boston College is at this point. That could be a loss against one of the better teams in the ACC. So. But I mean, how about Wake? Wake got the dub. Classic Utah State, man. Talk about a team that finds did you, a did way you watch, to did, lose. Did you see any of that game? I saw a little bit of it. Dude, Wake, Utah State's winning with like probably a minute and 10 seconds left. No, less. Like 45 seconds. Yeah. Wake those. Almost, the, the equivalent, it wasn't a wide receiver screen. It was a, But it was like a little out. Yeah. And he breaks it for like 80 yards. Man, I mean, you're just waiting for Utah State to get over the hump. You think they're like a, a chippy team that's on the verge of becoming Boise State, but like. They're so close. They're man. starting to be like a little bit of a choke thing. They're like the Buffalo Bills of Boise State. Yeah. <laughs> like they can fuck with you the whole game. Right. Auburn, Wisconsin, Michigan State, uh, Wake Forest now. And I feel, uh, there was I feel I feel like I'm forgetting one or two in there. USC. They almost beat USC a few years back. Yeah. Um Wake go, getting it done, my boy Clausen getting it done. I mean, hell. I feel bad for Utah State because they deserve they they were in One position to days, win that game. Yeah. But the Mountain West showing up. Yeah. Whether it's Utah State, whether it's only I mean, look, they lost. Fresno lost by eight, but you got Hawaii beats Arizona. Week zero. Yep. They got Oregon State on deck. And uh then you got what Wyoming handling Missouri. You got Boise handling uh Florida State. You yep. got Nevada beating Purdue. 
How about the fucking Mountain West Conference, Patty C? I mean, that's huge. Nevada beating Purdue gives depth to that conference. Nevada beating Purdue, Boise beating Florida State. Wyoming. And Hawaii beating Arizona. That's yeah. f- they, they're, they're four right there. Air Force looked pretty fucking Air Force good. took care of business. San Diego State didn't score a lot, but took care of business. Shut the defense out. Yeah. San Jose State took care of business. Well, they're, they're shit, I think. But, I mean, they took care of business. New Mexico even took care of business against a good FCS. Right. UNLV blew out Southern Utah. I know Southern Utah's trash, but hey, right as of right win. now, even their losses are Fresno and Utah State, which look like they're actually good teams still. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Fresno. and Colorado State, which I think Colorado State's actually much better than. I didn't notice. I forgot this about Bobo. You know, Bobo almost died. Mike, head coach Mike Bobo, Colorado State, he almost died before the season last year. Yeah. They were three and nine, but his three years pre- previously, Colorado State was in bowl games. I think they might go to a bowl game this year. They might be a tough out in the Mountain West. Go Rams. I was impressed by Kyle. I think Colin Hill's a good quarterback. They got some talent on uh, running back and Look, wide receiver. Th- that's a section of the country. Those are a bunch of state flagship schools and a section of the country that likes their football. Yeah. You know, well, just because they're not on the West Coast and they're not like in that Texas, like Central Plains, like just because they're in the fucking mountains doesn't mean they don't play football. And doesn't mean there shouldn't be a bunch of power Should, conference play teams more now than the West. Right. Yeah. And then fucking uh, like, look, you pull Utah from that conference, you know, before and they're fucking competitive in the uh, uh, Pac-12. So who is to say that, honestly, the Mountain West isn't just as good as a lot of like the conferences around them? Big 12. You bring up a great point because Craig Bull was asked this question and I thought it was great. His answer, I, I think he's one of the better coaches that we don't know about. He's the guy who put North Dakota State on the map, if yeah. you don't know. He's Wyoming's current coach. And uh, they asked him about, you know, playing my, Missouri. And he said, I, look, I never, I never told our team, like, we're smaller. I don't believe that. And he goes, I think our whole media, I think, uh, you know, everyone's on board with, like, oh, the, there's such a big variance between the, the group of five and the power five. And he goes, to me, I don't see it. And he goes, that's why we should have a playoff. Yeah, is because I he goes I I honestly you can't tell me he goes and he, I forget the exact words he uses but he said like something to the point of look we hardly ever get home games when we go play the Power Five right if you get the home games it's there you know what I mean he's basically saying there's no dip it, the 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 difference between the group of five and the Power Five is not as big as people think yeah and and it's I, just the money that, yeah yeah it's fucking sad. But that's it's disappointing. Dude, when I heard him say that, I was like, this motherfucker knows what I'm talking about. He gets it. He gets it. He fucking gets and it. And clearly, Kelly Bryant gets it. Gets the L. Dude, 18-point <laughs> favorite, 17-point favorite, whatever the fuck that line ended at. They got their ass whooped. And it wasn't just like a gimmick. They were running down fucking Missouri's throat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Missouri's a defensive-minded coach. That He's, quarterback they're bringing back run. a lot. He gets uh, athletic quarterbacks, bowl. Yeah, and that was like a two-star or something, just like Allen. I'm he telling just, you, he knows, he knows what he's spots doing. Spots the talent. Easton Stick, you know, all those guys. You know, there are guys that are just able to find those diamonds in the rough. They know what they're looking for. They don't recruit. I mean, like we've touched on this before, the recruiting services, they're kind of in cahoots with the teams because their recruiting rankings are based on, you know, who the college recruiters are looking at. So there's this echo chamber going on on who's the great player when maybe there isn't enough actual scouting going on to see like, you know, maybe the, Hey, that guy's got fucking potential. I got to find that. Yeah. Or there's not enough fucking uh, player development, which is 
you know, taking a guy who's got athletic potential and developing him into a fucking stud. Well, clearly you can see Craig Bull knows what he's doing based on his last three or four quarterbacks, whether it's Easton yeah. Stick, whether it's uh, Wentz, yeah. whether it's Josh Allen, and now that now this guy Chambers yeah. and. You look at Miami, who hasn't had a quarterback in 20 years. You look at yeah. uh, someone brought up Tennessee, even though I think Dobbs is on the Steelers. Miami has always yeah. gotten little quarterbacky boys, you know, little soft-ass, like, game manager types, and just, like, handed them the keys to this fucking Cadillac, this fucking Ferrari, yeah. and, you know, surrounding them with athletes. And I think that's worked for Miami, obviously, for well, it did while they were... In the 90s. In the 90s and yeah. the 80s, but, yeah. like... You know, well, in the 80s, they had... Jim Kelly, Bernie Kozar, right. Ben well, Testaverde, yeah, Steve Walsh, first round draft oh, God. <laughs> Probably forgetting some too. Yeah, that's a lot of talent yeah. right there. Yeah. Scratch the 80s. Jim Kelly. Did I say Jim Kelly? You did say Jim okay. Kelly. Uh, but I, I mean, Bolt, I, I got to find that clip because I'd love to put it on our Instagram feed. By the way, if you're not following our Instagram feed, doing a lot of work over there at, at the Sports Gambling Podcast on Instagram, check it out. But I really, I, I, a lot of coaches don't vocalize that for some reason. And I thought that was great because he was just like, I don't see a difference. He goes, I didn't tell my my team this is David versus Goliath. Yeah. I just said, hey, we're better than this fucking team. Yeah. And we're in front of our home crowd. Yeah. Let's go get a fucking win. And the way that they played the game was much like Georgia State where it's like they dominated them on the fucking line of scrimmage. Yeah. You know? Like that, that was the most impressive part about all that shit. Okay, moving along to the Big Ten. I don't know about you, Patty C, but Michigan, I'm still not sold on <laughs> And it wasn't the offense. It was more so the defense. Middle Tennessee was moving that rock on them. Well, Middle, Middle Tennessee is a good team. But they were replacing, like, a lot of the O-line quarterback. Yeah. I thought they'd... I still took Middle Tennessee. They covered for me. But uh, eh, it's only one game. We're probably overreacting. Dumb. How about Rutgers? How about Illinois? I told Illinois. you. I How about you. Illinois? Illinois fucking stepped it up. Brandon Peters, solid. Was that 42-3, to three, the final 42 score? 42-3. to three. Woo. Shaking their Woo. Mac demons from pro- previous attempts to open the year. Um, Ohio State looks good, but who, who knows how bad Florida Atlantic is? We're going to learn a lot about Ohio State against Cincinnati this week. Iowa kind of struggled for a while. They opened it up late in the fourth. Penn State Iowa's looked money, but they played nobody. Yeah. Oh no! So 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 what I was going to say was that, that our 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 friend, not idiot. I'm sorry. I sincerely mean that. On Twitter, uh, was saying that, well, look at the Big Ten. And I go, well, dude, what do you mean, look at the Big Ten? And he's like, well, they destroyed Maryland, destroyed how? I mean, he didn't say that, but I'm saying, I look at the, the box score that, yeah, Maryland, Maryland almost scored 80, which is unbelievable, by the yeah. way. Loxley saying, fuck you to yeah. all our doubt. Yeah. We'll see, though. They got Syracuse this week. Yeah. And uh, Penn State, you know, nice was scoring start, 80 against uh, Idaho. And Rutgers handling UMass. But, um, that, but here's the point I bring up, though, Patty C. And who hit the road in the in the Big Ten? Purdue. What happened to them? Big Fat L. There's another team that hit the road in the Big Ten, too. Who was it? Northwestern. Oh, yeah. What Big, happened to them? Big Fat L. Huh. Funny how that works. <laughs> Isn't that funny? It is. It's odd. It's odd, right? It's wildly coincidental. Hmm. UCLA hit the road. What happened to them? Big, Big Fat L? Uh-huh. Okay. Arizona hit the road week zero. What happened? That was an L2, wasn't it? Yeah. Huh. And then Missouri goes to Wyoming, they lose. <laughs> Ole Miss goes to Memphis, they lose for the second time in Memphis within like four years, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Huh. 
That South Carolina yeah. North Carolina game was just over the border in uh in Charlotte in Charlotte. But, but I mean, but I'm just saying, there's a common thing here. The Big Twelve, I don't think, really played on the road, so we can't really talk about them. Yeah, Virginia Tech went on the road. Virginia Tech went on the road. Took upset. an L. Now yeah. there was a couple teams that did. Oklahoma State went into Oregon State won, but that once again, that's one of the Big 12's power teams against. Yeah, and Oregon. Oregon State played a lot better than. Yeah, I mean, would have thought. Yeah, that game was somewhat decent and. Then you have Virginia that came in and beat Pitt, which was which was pretty big. Yeah, Virginia is uh, seems to be turning a corner under Mendenhall. But yeah. I, I I feel like my my they're my, not they're not fake wins under Mendenhall. They they seem to yeah. be like getting there. And then Georgia won at Vanderbilt, which is like once again it's kind of like the Oklahoma State Oregon State thing. Georgia won at Vanderbilt. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It's so, to be expected. Uh, but still I, impressive. Can you see a better a better thing out there? For us to look at the saying that you hit the road, you lose. Oh, wait, wait. There's a. Uh, I'm gonna clap back on you a little bit here. Where? Utah going to BYU. Yeah, and that game. And that's a tough environment. That's true. Utah may just be that fucking good. I was actually not really impressed by the quarterback. You know what? How really that game got out of hand was that BYU threw two pick sixes. No, that that'll do it. That will definitely do it. That's the one that. Well, yeah, like it's kind of like Virginia at Pitt, like that. Yeah. And and to me, when I release my rankings, yeah, which is going to happen in like five minutes, that will be reflected. Yes, that will clearly be reflected. So, and also you have what Wisconsin won at South Florida, forty nine nothing. That's the one. That is an ass whooping. That's an ass whooping. Yeah, I can't. I, you, there's no duck in that. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, we were wrong. Our theory does oh not hold up God. to that one. <laughs> well, I, I, this is the Charlie Strong thing. Yeah. Um, but it, we were right when LSU went up to Wisconsin. Remember that? Yeah, we were. Okay, uh, Big Twelve. How about Iowa State? We talked about this. I, I, uh, someone tweeted us what FCS teams to take, and I flirted with the idea of taking Northern Iowa. Yeah, Northern Iowa is a powerhouse in the FCS. They probably should have won that game, dude. They should have won that game. Yeah. You see that fumble at the one yard line in overtime, and their their players weren't aware that the ball was on the ground. Oh man! So our running back goes like up the middle, fumbles the rock, but they're all trying to tackle the running back. Yeah. If the ball is sitting on the one yard line. The quarterback is like seven yards. He's at like the seven yard line, sees it at the one runs in there, grabs it. Mm. Is that for uh, Iowa state? Yeah. In overtime, like the game was over. If they just like turn Fall around on it, Damn. there's like four players right next to it. They have no idea. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, I'm a little bit scared about Matt Campbell coming into this. I mean, I know Northern <laughs> Iowa is a good FCS. I, if Matt, if, if Northern Iowa was in, uh, the F FBS. Yeah. I do think they would be like, man, when you see that you have to like acknowledge the fact that there's a real chance that they're just not as good as they were last year. How much of that was a success was David Montgomery yeah, and, and their wide out their stud wide out. I mean, they, they definitely, and, not a team and, that and just well, another thing is if you start buying into the hype, yeah, you know what I mean? This is their first time. If they're you in think the you're better than top you are. Yeah, that's true. You, you lose that underdog edge yeah. and all of a sudden. We're going to see how this plays out when they get the Hawkeyes. And I think two weeks, um, that was pretty shocking. What other ones? I mean, look, K State getting it done. Shout out to uh, what? Yeah, I thought Nichols would play them better. K State looked pretty damn good. Texas Tech looked pretty damn good against Montana State. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma. Obviously, we talked on that. They looked. They looked pretty good. Texas looked great. Those. What? What am I forgetting here? Baylor looked great. TCU blew out Arkansas Pine Bluff. Tough game there. But they all. They, these are all home games. Yeah. I covered that. Pac-12, like I said, okay, they did decent. USC, considering they lost their starting quarterback, Clay Hilton, Clay Hilton tried to lose him the game while going for a fourth and one at midfield. 
They're in trouble though, because their quarterback's injured. They play Stanford this week. Whose quarterback's injured as well. So the battle of the backup quarterbacks, you're going to go in carnage. that You're going to go in that game. USC had some athletes. That guy had a kick return the, and a kick return called back. But the problem is, is that quarterback couldn't really throw that rock. I mean, I'm sure they're going to, in practice, try to develop this and get him ready. Yeah. He kind of struggled throwing. Yeah, it. I'm going to go Stanford. We're going to see. That's going to, that's an inch. Now it's a really compelling game because Helton could be two and zero, but yet in a lot of trouble heading towards the rest of the season. <laughs> right. Um, Mike won. Mike won handled. How many points they put up? 58. Woo. Did you see Jacob Eason's arm, by the way? I forgot Jacob Eason was 6'6", by the way. He's just slinging it around. Dude, I was impressed with Oregon, though. I'll give you credit. Although, I think Cristobal coached them to lose the game, yeah. not to win. Yeah, I think that that's his deal. I think that he's, like, a a great, like, potential. I mean, he's a great recruiter, for sure. And it looks like he's actually developed some toughness into where the team can, like, Definitely. compete. I would agree with that. You know, and if they and they're they're talented, so I mean that may be about their ceiling. But my right. underplay is looking great, and that's another thing I was proud of the podcast with. With that, when I, not only did I cover the Auburn game, Oregon's got that loss. Now I, one of my locks was Oregon under, I think nine and a half or nine. No. Um, and another one is I had one of my locks was Wyoming over five and a half. That's looking great. Yeah. Now that they got that win, went over Missouri. Yeah. Also, again, indicative of their t- caliber of play. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. bodes well for the rest of their schedule. Well, they got Texas State next. There's, I mean, they, they they might get to this thing pretty fast. Yeah. You know, knock on wood. But uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, the Conference USA. Everyone looked like dog shit. Even UAB. UAB squeaking one out against Alabama State. Yeah. Alabama State's not a good in FC, FCS school. I mean, yeah. I'm sure they had a chip on the shoulder because the whole Alabama thing. But whoo. <laughs> Struggling. Let me ask you this. What's that? I know we're on Conference USA right now, but. JMU's seven point loss against West Virginia, a game in which they had the lead at halftime. They had their chances in this. I watched a lot of this game. Yeah, they they kind of blew it. But um I thought it was a good performance for the program overall. Uh does that put them on the radar of the American for potentially that? I don't know. I think they needed to win it, but I did hear another podcast talking about how they should just replace UConn. I think it was Athlod's podcast. Saying that JMU should be the team that replaces UConn. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it. I agree with Athlon completely. Did you watch the UVA game? Uh, yeah. What do you think? What, what, what was your assessment? Um, well, UVA, they were strong. They were running the ball successfully. Bryce Perkins doing his thing. Um, I thought, uh, I don't know. I think Mendenhall's getting that program going. I, the, the rest of the schedule... Uh, lines up pretty well. I mean that that was one of the harder games inside the division uh, that they're going to face. Let me let me pull this up here. Da, 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 da. I believe they have Wayman Mary on Friday, the next uh, Power Five game that's going to happen. Yeah, they'll go. They'll host Wayman Mary. They'll get the W there. Then the huge one, which I'm still going to try and get to. I'm not sure if I will be able to because it turns out the baptism in which I am the Godfather is actually on that Saturday. So um, it would, I would have to leave the, the church immediately and go down to the stadium. So not sure that's going to happen, but hosting Florida state, man, they get that win. hosting old dominion. You got to figure they get that. They, they very, they almost should go into Notre Dame four and Oh, who gets fired first? Taggart, Helton strong. Uh, I gotta say uh Taggart. 
I gotta say Taggart's first to go. <laughs> Strong just lost 49 nothing. That's true. He might be. I mean, they're they're both looking to uh get canned like week 10, 11 this this season. So or what about Muschamp? I should throw Muschamp in there. Well, yeah, he needed that one. And <laughs> um we're gonna say uh but look. And then Notre Dame is coming off a road trip like, to Georgia. You may be right. I'm you, telling you. Trap you City. called the Trap Virginia upset City. there. You guys remember this in three or four weeks if, if Virginia is going in there undefeated. I'm pretty good. Look, look, I know I had a horrible week, but I've been pretty good at calling the upsets. Reading the tea leaves. You know what I mean? Like, like when Ohio State played at Purdue, yeah. I said, hey, that, I circled that one beginning of the year. The year before that, I, per, I circled the one against Iowa. Yeah. I think I circled the one when Michigan had to play at Iowa. Yeah. Um, there's a few others that I think I've, I've pinpointed throughout the, we uh, said Michigan going to, uh, go at, Penn state this year. Yeah. They're going to yeah. lose that. And, and, uh, Penn state going to Iowa th- throughout this history, man. I think, uh, Nebraska back in the nineties when they went to Arizona state, I was all over them yeah. with Pat when they had Pat Tillman. Yeah. You like just Arizona see State's where the letdown yeah. is, you know, and you see where the other team is ready to bite and lo and behold, it happens often. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so that would be great. Look, if, if UVA wins that, right. If UVA can pull that upset, I'm mean, grant and, and Florida state looked good. So it's not a gimme. They did not look good in the second half. I'm telling you, you got to watch this tape on their O line, man. Okay. Fair I enough. mean, it was so bad. It, it's a, it's like, it's like some shit you'd see in like peewee. Right. 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 Well, that's encouraging, but say Virginia goes into South Bend and goes five and oh, then they have the bye week before going into uh, Miami into going, uh, who would be coming off of Virginia tech. Um, and it's a short week. Well, the thing you got to hope for is if Miami loses to North Carolina, a Friday night game, if Miami can lose to North Carolina, you should be a huge North Carolina fan this weekend. I think because then Virginia would, yeah, the tiebreaker could go to Miami, but I think Miami is going to lose at Pitt in late October. Right. Well, then you have to be worried about North Carolina though. And Virginia has to go to Carolina on November 2nd. Look, it's too early. It is too early, too but early. this was a fucking massive win for them. Yes, so. it was a huge. That was the most important win of week one. I think Yeah, was Virginia's. Yeah. I, I, Patty C for like three or probably about four or five years now. I've been rating every game week by week I, on sports You'll see a sheet that comes out that says what's the most important, what's the best game to watch each week. The most yeah. important game to watch. Yeah. It's funny. I noticed that uh, some other publications have started to do the same thing. Interesting. I was ahead of the curve on that. I think they're biting our style, buddy. I've seen it happen before. Yeah, I think they're biting our style. Um, let's get down to well, it. What was it? Uh, the uh, ESPN shortly after uh, you released your database top twenty-five had their completely unbiased. Yeah, top, top 25. twenty-five. Fucking bullshit. Um, look, we could talk about. We talked about the Mac. Okay, Toledo almost beat Kentucky. We touched on that. Um, not going to dive too 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 much into these. I will say this: there's the other SEC teams that we forgot. That one that didn't look good. There you go. Crack that beer, buddy. Oh, yeah. Mississippi State didn't look good. Yeah, they had seven players suspended, but they're playing Louisiana Lafayette in a neutral site. It almost made me think that if it was in in Lafayette, they might have lost the game outright. Um, Arkansas beat Portland State's been one of the worst FCS schools the past five years, right? Mm -hmm. It's been really bad. Yeah. Four and seven last year, but I think that the years prior to that, they were winless or they won one game, right? Mm Mm-hmm. They won by seven against Portland State in Fayetteville. 
Uh, Chad Morris, maybe on the hot seat by the end of the year. They're going to have some issues, I think. They old they play at Ole Miss this week. Ole Miss didn't look very good, but I will say McIntyre's kind of got the defense playing decent. It's Rich Rod that needs to catch up. Yeah. Uh, and then Kentucky didn't look the greatest. The, really, the only teams that looked good were LSU having a month to prepare for the triple option, which I believe benefit you saw Rice against Army. Yeah. I mean, Rice almost won that game. If they could make some field goals, they probably would have won that game. Yeah. Uh, getting a month to prepare for the triple option is pretty huge. I'm curious to see how Army will play against Michigan with uh, just the weak turnover. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, I don't know that Army's that bad. I just think having a month to prepare for triple option is sure. incredibly well, challenging. If if anything, Michigan may uh, now if they had won by a little more, that would have boded well for Michigan or for Army. But they they look just sloppy enough mm-hmm. that they're probably going to have a hard week in practice to get ready for Army. I don't think you can really go to sleep on army anyway, but with army looking as well, that score being as average as it was, what was it? A seven point win against rice. Yeah. That doesn't scream greatness. I don't want to say that rice is going to be good this year, but I did forget this. They hired, you know, last year was their coaches blue bloom grin or Bloomberg or whatever the hell his name is. Uh, it was his first year there. Yeah. He started a lot of freshmen and he was yeah. implementing, he was going from kind of a spread to Stanford system. I mean, he was running three tight ends. A lot of that, a yeah. lot of that game. Year one, you know, yeah. In a, in a, in a they overhaul. play wake on Friday and I'm curious what that line's going to be. I was impressed by wake. I'm a Clawson guy, but uh, is there a chance that rice is just improving also? Sure. Again, one of these teams that can't get a ton worse. And you said that they were what? A uh, 10 win team. They were under a uh, bailiff. They had David bailiff a few years ago. Yeah. One ten games. Yeah, it's not like this program doesn't have that at capability. Jared Dillard at wide receiver. There you go. Um, all right, Patty C. It's that time. Before it's that time, I'm going to tell you. Before we're we're, we're going to give you the database top twenty five. But before we get there, I want to tell you guys that the college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the house this fall? Hmm? You need to download BetQL. Simple as that. The only app you'll need to make smart bets this season, Patty C. BetQL already has sharp data for week one NFL games. So if you want an inside edge for who the pros are backing, you need to check BetQL. Sharp data is also available for week two of college football. There are some uh, very big point spreads that uh, I'm sure are about to be dropping. You'd be surprised which side of the point spreads the, the sharp betters are backing. And you can stay up to date with inline movement with BetQL track lines leading up to the kickoff. They're really on the minute. It's really fascinating. I encourage you to check this out. BetQL's BetQL's powerful algorithm provides rated best bets each week based off of a detailed analysis of recent and historical team trends. And if you live in the Jersey or Pennsylvania area, you can claim exclusive offers. Use BetQL's data to make the right bets. Head over to the App Store or Google Play Store to download BetQL and make sure you follow them on Twitter at BetQL. Whew! Very nice. Welcome! <laughs> just want to do that the whole fucking podcast one of these days, man. <laughs> you see every... Your Vince McMahon uh, yeah. special eat, impression. Yeah? Jeez. Yeah? You do that, I'll eat my own ass. I like looking at boobs in the middle of the yeah, podcast. Yeah, you gotta love that. You gotta love that. Did you get sick of my little like shitty voice? You know what I mean? It's something just much softer and more pleasant than the Dan Tabase's rambling rants about yeah. SEC bullshit. And yeah. And just dude, it's not even, I don't even hate the SEC. I hate it because people don't see it. 
Right. You hit the road, you lose. <laughs> you hit the road, you lose. I should have just left it alone. It's like me doing stand up. <laughs> yeah, every time you hit the road, it's a fucking disaster. You're eating bullshit food. You're getting <laughs> fucked up every night. You feel horrible. You come back and you're 40 pounds overweight. All right. That might, that, by the way, if you're uh, if you're not familiar with the database top 25, we try to do a no jaded. I don't believe in preseason rankings, and we try to do a no jaded, you know, system of oh well, the, you know, they were good for the past five years, so let me put them at number three. Right. No, we look at the resume, almost like if you were applying for a job. Yeah. What have you done for me now? Yes. And and I think it's a much better uh, ranking system than the bullshit that is. Sure. It evolves place. naturally. Yes. So it might be outrageous at first, but like I said, the more the teams win. Yeah. It took Alabama yeah. like eight yeah. weeks to get, get to number one or yeah. two, I think. And uh, they got there. They got there, yeah. you know, but they had to fucking earn it first. And with that said, my 25th team in the nation is the Oklahoma Sooners. Could win tonight. Good win. I worry about Houston's future. No. Probably why I don't have them higher. They also gave up 70 points the time before they played this game. <laughs> the Army. Right. Uh, Holgerson's in, in game one. Uh, they didn't look too good to me, Houston. Yeah. Oh, they look real bad yeah, in, on, in the first half. Yeah. Holy shit. Oklahoma looked decent. It's a home game. I'm going to give them credit for doing Houston's better than a lot of other home teams that other power fives play. Yeah. So oh, it's a great, great challenge. And they won by double digits. They, they were in control of the game from start to finish. They, they, they were very much in control of that game. Definitely. So I got the, I got the Sooners at the, as the 25th best team in the country right now. They have based on their resume earned at least that based on the resume at 24. I have the wake forest demon Deacons. Okay. Now wake forest played at home, just like Oklahoma. And, but they played a team like Utah state that I think is better than Houston. You're going to put Wake above Oklahoma after the, those respective performances against those respective teams? I think Utah State is a better win than Houston. Mm. Really? Utah State won 11 Both games have new year. coaches. Gary Anderson's done it before at Utah State. It's true. Danner Holgerson's had pretty good success in his previous coaching I'm not stance. comparing Oklahoma and Wake Forest. I'm comparing the resume. Yeah. And I think, well, Utah State Wake would beat Forest, Houston right now. Wake I think Forest Utah State would beat Houston by double win. digits right now. You think Utah State would beat Houston by double digits? Yeah. I think you may be uh, sleeping on Houston. They looked horrible tonight. They're Both deep, sides of the ball. I thought I thought their offense looked decent. No, when, late in the game, it looked when decent. When it was firing, it looked decent. I thought De'Aaron King looked good. Uh, I think is that, Wake Forest's defense better than Oklahoma's? I don't think so. No, really? Yeah. You look at the stats last year. Uh, I mean, again, last year. Right now, though, they look fast. You know, that's why. You know, once I mean, once uh, once Derek King got it going, then Wake Forest or Did, I don't know that he ever got it fully going. They were moving the ball. They 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 weren't getting like they weren't stifled. They were in rhythm. Now I, I will say this is that it's Holgerson's first game. But I can tell you this, Utah State's offense was firing on all the sailors the entire game. Okay. All right. Well, and Jordan Love is a better quarterback than De'Aaron King. We, I don't, I don't necessarily hate it. I don't hate the pick. I just thought that Oklahoma was a lot, was very impressive. All right. At 23, yeah. I went with USC. Okay. 
mainly because battling adversity, uh, adversity of your fucking Starting star quarterback. quarterback and a freshman coming in against a team that won the Mountain West last year. Yeah, that shows some some grit. Some now, talent. I don't expect them to be there in a few weeks, but based on and just the fact they're playing Fresno as opposed to, you know, some of these schools. TCU playing Arkansas Pine Bluff. Get the fuck out of here with that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, Much better win. Much USC, better. if they were playing Arkansas Pine Bluff and that injury happens, USC still wins by 40. The USC put, by them scheduling Fresno State, that injury happened. They almost lost that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. USC not doing themselves, ever doing themselves any favor. But that helps game. the resume, and that's why the system's better. It is. It deserves to be rewarded right off the bat. All right, at 22, I got the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. They did a great job. Beat a power five week one. Now, once again, you could say, well, Oklahoma's better than Hawaii. Yes, they are. But the, let the system play out. Right now, Hawaii has beat a power five program that was projected to be good, which I don't even believe in those projections, but they won the game. They, yeah. were, they never lost. They never didn't have the lead. Yeah. They had to lead the entire game. Yeah. That speaks volumes to me. They were in control of that game, even though uh, Khalil Tate almost tied it up at the final play of the game. Doesn't matter. Didn't happen. Hawaii got the dub. Yeah. Moving along, I got the Nevada Wolfpack at 21. <laughs> Good win. Good win. Uh, talk about battling adversity. You don't have your quarterback. Talk about battling adversity. Your kicker, strong. your backup kicker hits Down a 56 yard game winner. Now this team's not going to be there a week from now. Yeah. They play at Oregon. They're going to be fucking destroyed. Yeah. But right now I would argue that they have a better resume. Purdue returned. I mean, they have one of the best wide receivers in the nation. They got a capable quarterback. They got a coach that everyone was seeking. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm all about it. Not knocking that one. No, I think okay. that's decent. I think that's all at 20. I got the Memphis Tigers. Would have liked to see the offense been a little bit better. But they got the dub. Defense played great against Ole Miss. Sure. Beat a power five. It's just a little confusing as far as like the uh the quality of the rankings. We're 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 getting more less of a uh a read on necessarily how good you think the team is, and more of a read on how impressed you are with their opponents or what, what you think of their opponents. Well, it's really hard to tell with week one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the hardest thing, is that these teams could be squares. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know how good these teams are going to like. Right. You're kind of basing it on last year a little bit. Not really. I'm just saying like they took on a power five and won. Yeah. That to me, they scheduled a power five and they beat them right. or, you know, they scheduled a team that that's true. Yeah. When you think about that USC and, uh, they scheduled Oklahoma. the mountain West championship. They scheduled those. Those are good teams, but yeah. they're still a group of five teams. Whereas, yeah. you know, a Nevada scheduled a power, power five and got a power five win. Yeah. Uh, nineteen. I got the Tulane Green Wave. Now, this is the fact that I do put in. Okay, Memphis squeaked by. Nevada squeaked by. Hawaii was in control of that game, but the the reality is they came one yard away from going to overtime. Even USC kind of squeaked by. Right. Yeah. Tulane beat the shit out of Florida International. Yeah. I got my green wave. Big ass win. Big ass win against a team that proven coach returned a lot of starters on both yeah. sides of the ball. I was impressed by that win. Yeah. Respectable program. At 18, I got Syracuse. 
Syracuse goes into Liberty. Now I understand Hugh Freeze, by the way, if I don't know if you've seen this clip, he was coaching from a bed. He has a staph infection, mm. a surgery. They have his bed and the press box. He's laying in his bed with the headset on. That's amazing. And it's hilarious because Dino Babers points to him after, by the way, they're, they almost covered for me. I took Liberty. <laughs> I didn't bet it, but I'm saying it was on my spreadsheet. Yeah. And, uh, but you got to give it to Syracuse. They shut out Liberty. Hugh Freeze offense, even though staff infected included whatever. <laughs> you went in on the road to Liberty, even though they're a sh- you know they're an FBS team, but they won six games last year. Yeah, I mean I'm not really looking at the six games, but I'm saying they have some offensive talent. Yeah, and Hugh Freeze has done some but things. They shut them out, so I, I give credit to that. Absolutely, you shut out. I don't care if you shut out fucking any yeah. San Jose State. Babers Babers continues to impress. And then you then at 17, I got Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, once again, I know, yeah, they, they beat Oregon State and they scored 50 on Oregon State, but I think Oregon State's a lot better, even though Oregon State's defense still gave up a lot. Yeah. They went on the road into a this place. This is becoming a recurring theme. Yeah. Nice offense, but worse defense for Oregon State. I feel like the defense is getting better. It's just they played Oklahoma State, which is a money-ass offense. It's a tough team. Um, but you got to uh, right now, the reason why I have Oklahoma State at 17, Patty C, is because they went on the road to a place that's it's a pretty lively crowd. Yeah. And they got the dub. Power five, got the dub. Yeah, Corvallis, you know? no joke, no joke. One, I know it's one of the shitty, shittier power five schools. Of On like, the road, though, yeah. you got to appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So at, Something that Purdue wasn't able to accomplish. Exactly. Purdue would probably, power five. Yeah, ex- yep, yep. Or uh, Missouri or whoever you want to name. Right. At 16, I got the Cincinnati Bearcats, mainly because they were in control of that game the whole time, I felt like. Even though UCLA, they were. They, Cincinnati was the better team from start to finish. Go cats, baby. Go cats. And they, I mean, that's another one. They hosted a power five. They took care of business and they took care of business the whole game. I'm liking the Luke fickle thing. Yeah. You doubted me. I did. I doubted you. And look, but I always wanted him to be good. I just, you know, I I needed him to prove it and he's doing it for me. So good job. Keep it up. Luke at 15. I got LSU. They destroyed Georgia Southern. I know they had a month to prepare for the triple option. But Georgia Southern hasn't taken an ass whooping like that in some time, I feel like. Yeah. It's like 52 to 3. Yeah, that's, that's bad. That's getting trounced. Even with the triple option, normally you drain the clock. So yeah. you can't even get to 52. Yeah. Georgia, Georgia. Really impressive win. But I mean, Georgia Southern won like 10 or 11 games yeah. last year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They've been a good program for like 20 you years. You would think, especially because I always confuse Georgia Southern and Georgia State. Yeah, it would have made sense for Georgia Southern to be beating Tennessee and Georgia State getting challenged. But well, well, speaking of the devil, number fourteen is my Georgia State Panthers hitting the road going into Knoxville. Now I know Tennessee's had problems, but the way they dominated that game, how can you not have them in your top twenty-five? Yeah, buddy. How can you not right now? Uh, Hundred thousand seat stadium. Yeah, came in and fucking owned it. Yeah, you know what I mean. On the road, I give points to teams that hit the road. And I think, cause I, I mean, you've heard me on this whole entire podcast, or if you've ever listened to any of our podcasts, that to me is where you'd find out if you're a good team or not. Yeah. Um, 13, I got the Clemson tigers. They played a conference game. I reward them for that. And even though it was at home, they destroyed the shit out of Georgia tech. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, and you just know their talent level. Georgia tech is probably you know what they are. I knew that they're overhauling triple option and coming into this. So, that's why they're not higher. I think they could be higher if they beat A&M next week. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, Certainly. Yeah, I don't think they could. They will be higher if they beat A&M <laughs> next week. Uh, number 12, I got Alabama. Alabama's ahead of Clemson mainly because they played at a neutral site, not at home. Yeah. And they played Duke, which is, I think, a lot better than Georgia Tech. Yeah, at this point. So I got, I got the Crimson Tide at 12. At 11, I got the Wyoming Cowboys. I like it. Handle business was up 17 with like eight minutes left in the game. Yeah. And once again, owned the fucking line of scrimmage. Yeah. Missouri returning a lot of starters on offense and defense. Uh, The last year, that's one of the better wins of the opening weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, At number 10, I got the Boston College Golden War Eagles. Mm -hmm. What do you think of that? (sighs) I think a lot of people were higher on tech than I am. Yeah, I'm just saying what they took care of business. They got a, they got a Texas uh, type of team that can win that game, and you could just go, oh, Texas back, or they're they're good again, they're respectable. But when they lose, it it also doesn't surprise you. Say, oh, Tech fucking sucks. Yeah. So the fact that Boston College get it done, maybe I'm not giving Boston College enough credit on that. I mean, look, it's still a conference win. Yeah. Start the season. It's always tough to start the season in a conference game. I'm gonna give it to Boston College. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Uh, but before I get into the rest of the top 10, I want to tell you guys it's time to celebrate because the sports gambling podcast network and the college experience is brought to you by DraftKings. football is finally back and DraftKings, the leader in one day fantasy football has a huge week one contest. The first one starts this Thursday, this Thursday night to be exact when the Chicago bears and green Bay Packers kick off the season. What a great way to start the football season, by the way, talk about a great rivalry pace. Yeah. Gotta love that, right? One one of the best. Yeah. Uh, If not the best. Well, this Thursday when Chicago does play Green Bay, kick off the season in a single game showdown with $2.5 million in total prizes up for grabs over at DraftKings. Draft your single game showdown lineup and feel the sweat. You know what I mean? The good sweat like you've never before. It's simple. Just draft six players. <laughs> no fucking from, idea what you're talking from about. the season opener. Stay under the salary cap and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Plus, new users who sign up today on DraftKings using code XXX SGP. That means SGP. I think they want me to fill that out. SGP. <laughs> I'm learning as I go. We'll receive a free shot at a million dollar. Top prize. Why would they not fill that in for me? They know I'm going to read this thing. Why would they not fill up, fill that in for me? The, yeah? You're the Ron Burgundy. You'll read whatever's <laughs> on the telephone. Uh, fucking Frank Drabin over here. <laughs> Nothing adds to the sweat of watching the game quite like having a shot at a million dollar payday. That good sweat. That good sweat. <laughs> I'm talking Keith sweat. All right. <laughs> Woo. Yo, speaking. Look, hold on. I'm not done yet. Keep Call it to action. Keep it rolling. Get in on the season opener action. Download the DraftKings app now and use the code SGP. For a limited time, both new and existing users can get a deposit bonus of up to $500. And new users, don't miss this extra special week. It's a week one bonus. Enter the enter my code SGP to get a free shot at $1 million with your first deposit. That's right. The code is SGP over at DraftKings. Make it rain like fucking Sean Kemp. Minimum $5 deposit required. Deposit bonus requires a 25 uh, times playthrough. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Damn, I'm just reading all the shit they put on here. The little micro machines guy voice. (laughs) 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 Whew. I just ran through it, buddy. 
Are you nice. ready for the top ten? What were you gonna say? You were gonna. I was gonna say, look at this. ESPN just posted on Instagram. Uh, Jalen Hurts becomes just the single player in the last fifteen seasons to pass for three hundred yards and three touchdowns and run for one hundred fifty yards and three touchdowns in the same game. Yeah, Houston should fire the defensive coordinator. Other person being Johnny Manziel in two thousand twelve. Could we be looking at? A third straight Heisman. Could we be looking at a Canadian Football League quarterback? <laughs> no. <laughs> a well, Hamilton Johnny, Tiger cat. Johnny Manziel, yeah. certainly. Yeah. But with uh, Jalen Hurts, could we be looking at a third Heisman? A third Heisman oh, slash man. number one pick in the draft. I don't. I don't think he'd be number one pick, but I think he could win the Heisman. You never know, man. He looked great. I tonight. think he'd be a first round, first or second round draft pick. Lincoln Riley's a great fucking coach, dude. He's got you the measurables for a You expect me to doubt my East Carolina brethren? That's true. I'm barking up the wrong. You know tree. who else is on that staff? A little rough and McNeil, <laughs> my boy. All right. I told you number 10 was Boston college. Number nine. I got the Florida Gators. Their offense didn't look good, but their defensive line, their pass rush. It's pretty fucking nasty. Uh, they didn't play this week, but they played week zero. Got to reward them. That counts as week one. Sure. They're my ninth rated team in the country. I can, I can deal with that. At number eight, Patty C. I got the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. Difference between Georgia and Florida. Georgia went to a true road game, even though it's Vandy. Yeah. They took care of business. It's true. Right. And they were a lot better in that game. Yes, of course. That, of course, that, Miami's a better opponent, but. Yeah, but not by much. The Vandy? <laughs> Both went bowling. Yeah, historically. <laughs> yeah. At least for the last couple of years. Not last year. Right. Not by much. Right. Uh, at number eight. I mean, I'm sorry. Number seven, I got the North Carolina Tar Heels. Dude, freshman it's quarterback. Win. It's the theme of the college football season right now. Freshman quarterback. Yeah. You, you're not buying it. You're still not buying it, huh? I, I like it. Look, I just, I don't think that. You see uh, his dance moves? Man, Mac Brown's uh, killing Brown it. Mac definitely lit. Grabbed his dick at one point. <laughs> Gotta love that. <laughs> oh, Mackie's Nothing back. like seeing a seven-year-old man grab his dick in front of a bunch of kids. Right? <laughs> Hashtag send us. Yeah, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> look, at number six, I got the Stanford Cardinals. And you're still laughing about dicks. Oh, yeah. All right, look, at number six, I got the Stanford Cardinals. Great win against a team that we know is proven to be a winner. Held them to only seven points. Yeah. Can we give it up to the Cardinal defense? Very nicely done. Hunter Johnson, Trent Green's son, whatever the fuck. Couldn't do anything against that Cardinal defense. Mm. All right. Mm-mm. Had a month of prep too. Now, let me ask you this. What's that? Is David Shaw a shitty coach still? He's not. I never said shitty. <laughs> I said overrated. I think you think he's an, uh, uh, a, a poor coach, an average coach. I, I, I would say he's decent. People, I told you this. People always say he's like one of the top 10 coaches in the country. And yeah. I fucking, I go, how? Certainly top 15, maybe. No. What do you want out of them, dude? No. He took over something. It was a fine-tuned machine. It is trending down. It was not a fine-tuned machine when he took over it. Jim Harbaugh had produced one. He was recruiting great at the time. He was doing all right. He had he had taken the program and gotten it Andrew to. Andrew Luck was there. Richard the Sherman was there. Some Hall Bowl of Famers. Realm. Had they not retired early? Or had <laughs> he not retired early? He's maintained it for like a decade or more. He's a good coach, but top 15? He's a really good coach. Give the he man can his, never beat Mike Leach. Give the man his fucking due. Mike Leach owns him. 
Well, what about Chris Peterson? Does he beat? Did they beat Chris Peterson? I, I think Peterson owns him too. No. Okay. <laughs> Cristobal. He beat Cristobal, and he got lucky. Oh, that's at what that. it is. He's got Oregon's yeah. number. That's right. Um. I got yeah. So they're my number. My, they're my number five team is the uh, Stanford Cardinals at number four. Patty C. Yeah. Am I on four? I think I'm on four. No, I'm not. What number was I on last? I said Stanford. They were the number six team, I believe. So number five, I got the Auburn Tigers. Yeah. Neutral site, great win, comeback. Even though quote, I don't quote, feel neutral like neutral site. I don't, yeah, not really neutral site, but yeah. I don't really feel like they were the better team on the field, but they got the dub. That's half the battle. That's it. They find <laughs> That's a half way. Half the battle. SEC finds a way. Well, not really this year. Not this um, year. Then I, I skipped down to uh, to to number four, and I got the Boise State Broncos. Going. Cr- Cross country, the 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 true road nature and and the they distance. ended up playing in Tallahassee, you know that, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, and the distance that they had distance to is huge, yeah, huge. At number three, I got the Wisconsin Golden Badgers. It's tough to give them anything but number one. I'm curious to see who you have number one, two, and number one. Well, the only thing that's saving them from being number one, I originally was going to make them number one. Yeah, was the fact that South Florida got their ass with their final five games last year. <laughs> That's true. Now I did look at last year because yeah, you're right. I have to look at last year a tiny bit, All right? So but I'm saying, any... I think this team gave up on Charlie strong. I think they've given up on it. I w- I'm probably going to take Georgia tech this weekend. <laughs> I think this South, the South Florida bulls team, it might be dog shit. Well, I, I would say after one week, that is definitely yeah. what you would have to consider. So I got, I got the Wisconsin Badgers at number three and mm-hmm. number two, I got the Utah Utes mainly because that win is a, means a lot more. It's a good win. That's a, that's one where they hate each other. Got it done. Got it done. I'd like Looks to see good. Huntley be a little bit better though. But yeah. yeah. All right, I'm I'm believing in Utah this Moss year. Moss is a good back. Yeah. Moss is a good back. And number one, I got the Virginia Cavaliers, Patty C. Woo. Your Virginia Cavaliers, because they that was the most important game of week one to me. Yeah. They want to go anywhere in the coastal. They needed to win that they game. They had to. That was a tough road game. Got, and it, done. got it done. On the road, I get points for going on the road. I got the Cavaliers ranked number one. That's the database top twenty-five. Do you agree with it? Well, I like your. Uh, I like how you, you put Wisconsin there. above for Virginia. Uh I'd be tempted to. I think Pitt. They won the Coastal last year. But in terms of important wins, in terms of like Pitt's team's better than South Florida. Going team. on the road and fucking winning a game that means a ton. I don't know. I think you're right. I don't. I don't know if any team in the country has done that as much as Virginia has through one game. I'd yeah. say Utah is the closest. Yeah. That's true because they have national title aspirations. No, I don't even give a shit about that. I look at the resume. I think it's hard to go into BYU. I think it's hard to go into Pitt and win. Sure. South Florida is an NFL stadium and it's not like half full. Right. So as much as Wisconsin looked dominant, I'm not taking anything away from them. Right. It's not a true home environment. Not only is it a tough place to play typically, but when they're bringing it either a due to the hatred within the rivalry, which is and those teams had a month to prepare for them. Right. Or B as it relates to Pittsburgh what is likely to be for the ACC coastal or very well could be. Yeah. And it's definitely going to have a huge impact on the ACC coastal to go on the road in that kind of typically tough and like even tougher because of the circumstance environment and win convincingly very, very impressive by Bronco. Pitt had beaten UVA the past four times, three yeah. of those against Mendenhall. Yeah. This is a statement game. Yeah. It's the number one. There's a reason why they're ranked number one and Utah ranked number two. I believe in the database top 25 Patty C. I think it's a better system. I wish they would adapt it 
even if they don't agree with all my seating, yeah. if they just looked at the resume as opposed to the other bullshit, yeah. like Alabama plays New Mexico State, I can tell you this, more than likely Alabama's going to drop because New Mexico State lost to Washington State by fucking 50 points, maybe even more. I think 58 or something, 55. Yeah. They will have proven nothing. Why are they playing New Mexico State? Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't, don't get me started. <laughs> this is the college experience, guys. You got anything else you want to say, Petty C? Week two, baby. We got a lot of good games. We're going to preview on Wednesday, so uh, yeah. come through and listen up. Got any questions? Fire them away at us. Uh, we'll answer them on uh, Wednesday's Wednesday night's podcast. This is the college experience, guys. We would love some positive iTunes reviews. I know we were shit, uh, or I was shit on the uh, locks a little bit there. Actually, only two games under five hundred. Doesn't for the season. I'm only one game under five hundred. You did the same thing last year, buddy, and you fucking I, dominated I for the rest of the year. Well, if you look at, I, I had the best record overall out of all of us. Yeah, you like to, you like to tell that, don't you? <laughs> All right. Um, if you could leave us a good review, we'd appreciate it. Go to iTunes, type in Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We are the College Experience on Twitter if, if you and Instagram. If you want to check us out on Instagram, we're at Sports Gambling Podcast. Got a lot of good content coming out of there. I think you guys will all get a kick out of it. On Twitter, we are at the SGP Network. Uh, Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C831, and I am on Twitter at the Colby D. This is the College Experience, guys. You better start thinking about yours.